dismembered parts. There were children about, the neighbor said. So he went over. He pounds on the door, no response. Cups his eyes to see in the window. Sounds like the argument has spilled out the back door of the house. The neighbor jogs around to the side gate where the boy is standing with his air rifle. The two of them halt at the side of one another. Then the kid starts crossing and uncrossing his eyes at the neighbor. To unnerve him, or because he'd at last gone bonkers, who could say? Did he actually threaten the neighbor with the gun? The cop blew smoke out his nose. This guy, he knows a pellet gun when he sees it. Right. But it ain't like he pointed the gun at the guy or said anything threatening at him exactly. The neighbor says he was more worried about the kid going after the mother. Pete nodded and wrote some more. Uh, so then what? So he says fuck it and calls it in. And the situation when you got here? The situation was a perfect fucking mess. The situation was the kid climbing up onto the slanted, dented aluminum carport and stomping on the rusted thing like an ape. Just making the whole unsound shelter boom and groan under his weight. The mother's saying, so help her, if that thing falls on her charger, she'll gut him and the kid just swagging the carport back and forth so that it was popping and starting to bow under his weight. Now the cop was about ready to shoot the ornery shit off the goddamn thing. Then the situation got interesting. The mother has the air rifle and... No way, Pete said. Yeah, fucking way, the cop said. She shoot him? Before I get to her, yeah, she shoots. You can see the big old welt on his forearm. Pete started to write. And then what? Then the kid leaps off the carport just as the cop has taken the air rifle and ordered the woman inside. But the kid and his mother are already tearing at each other like two wet cats in a sack. Right in front of a goddamn cop, mind you. Like he ain't even there. All the neighbors are out on their nice, normal lawns in their bathrobes, clutched closed at the neck, watching the cop trying to disentangle the two of them. Taking it in like the fucking rodeo. And the bitch, pardon my French, the cop at last says about all his cussing, won't desist, and the kid won't desist. So the cop wrangles the first one he can get a hand on, the woman, it turns out, and wrestles her onto her belly and into the cuffs. But not before the kid makes a run to kick her in the face, which the cop just barely stops with his own body. And realizing he's just kicked one seriously pissed off police officer in the chest, The dumb shit turns tail and flees. And you ran him down, Pete said. Smoke leaked out the cop's pale yellow smile. See that pickup? He asked. Yeah. So he's looking back to see if I'm coming. And he runs smack into the open tailgate. I imagine that was satisfying. Your words, brother. The cop took a drag and blew it at the ground. Anyhow, by the time I get him up on the porch, she's blubbering about how she has a social worker who knows the whole history of everything and would straighten them out. Please, please, what I call the social worker, she says. Pete nodded and wrote. His arm was tired, so he bent to finish with the clipboard on his thigh. The cop said something. I'm sorry, Pete said. So, what's going on with these two? The cop asked again. Pete scoffed. Not at the question, but at the enormity of the answer. How to sketch it, 
shorthanded. A great many things were going on with them, went on, and would keep going on. The mother collected unemployment, but her full-time occupation was self-pity. She slippered around the house in sweatpants and smoked a lot of weed and took speed and tugged her hair over her face in a shape pleasing and temporary and dumped forth her old bosom and smiled prettily for herself and discovered nothing in the mirror to recommend her to anybody for anything. Or so you could imagine the way she mooned her eyes at you until you told her to knock it off. You wanted to talk about the children. She ventured out only to get her SSI check and visit her dealer somewhere up on the edge of the Yak Wilderness, sometimes to get cereal. She could be seen around town, powdered white and made up in slashes of red around her mouth and blue around her eyes like an abstract of the American flag, some kind of commentary on her country.